Hi, welcome to Kids Verse, a podcast created by Kids for Kids. I'm Lily. And I'm Evie. And each month we talk to people about their jobs. This week we're talking to Kathy. She is a volunteer. Fact. The first recording of the word volunteer was in nine it was in, it was in 1755. It was mainly used in the military, but by the 1800s, it was starting to be used for people who work for free to help the community. We acknowledge that we are on the lands of the Wurundjeri people who have been custodians of this land for thousands of years. Thanks for talking with us, Tony. How did you become a writer? Who inspired you to be a writer? Welcome, Kathy. Hi. What inspired? <laughs> um, what inspired you to become a volunteer? So I always wanted to make a difference. Um, so I don't work anymore. But even when I was working, I knew that I wanted to make things better in the world. So I retired a few years ago. But even um, after I finished working, then I knew I still wanted to do more. So I had a really strong sense that I wanted to be able to give back to my community. So even though I knew I wanted to volunteer, I still had to decide what to do. And, of course, there's so many options of what you can do with volunteering. And I happened to be watching the news one day and it was some really horrible stories about the war in Syria. And I saw some really terrible pictures of people being forced to move out of their homes and then leave everything behind and then they actually literally walked across countries in order to find a place that they could then be safe and where they were refugees and I knew some of those people would probably come to Australia and I was when I was watching it I started to imagine what that would be like how awful it would be and I couldn't even imagine just one day you know very quickly having to walk out of my house and leave everything and start up in another country so I I I thought well I really want to do something for those people and so that was the moment when I thought okay well I'm going to go and find out how to be a volunteer and so that's what I did. How does it make you feel to be a volunteer? Um, It feels absolutely amazing. It feels really great and I love it. I think it's one of the best things I've ever done. I get to learn new things and I get to meet new people. So I get to do the things that I really love doing and that I'm passionate about. I get to connect with people, get to help them and the environment and I also learn a lot as well along the way. So I always think of volunteering as being a bit of a two-way street. So it's not that you just get to do things for others, which really helps them and that they appreciate, but it makes you feel really good knowing that you've helped them. So I always say there's a real joy of kindness um, in, which is really um, rewarding from volunteering. By being kind, you bring joy to others Um, but you get the joy of all of those good feelings. So, yeah, it's I think it's really fun working with other people and being part of a team where everyone gets to contribute and to support and to help each other, Um, where everyone has kind of a common goal or one thing they're wanting to kind of, you know, achieve. 
and people work together in order to to get that thing done. I, and I think I'd say work, volunteering isn't the only thing that's like that. Work can be like that too, um, you know, so whether it's paid work or unpaid work, which is what volunteering is, um, I think it's really important that we're kind to one another and that we help each other and work as a team. Um, and we get more out of it when we when we work in that way. So one of the unexpected benefits, I think, or one of the things I've really got out of my most recent volunteering that I didn't even expect is the sort of the friendship. And I've learnt a lot from the team. I'm currently volunteering in a place that's very multicultural. So people who have come from lots of different places. So I've learned about the customs of the country that they've come from and we've ended up sharing lots of stories about what it was like when we were growing up and working, the differences in working in those um, different countries. And the other thing that I really love is we've actually shared recipes, which, um, you know, I love food and I love cooking. So that's been a, that's been a real highlight. Look, I think what I feel you know, I love the most is that I feel connected, like with the people, with the team and with my broader community that I'm working within. What sort of places have you volunteered at? Wow, Lily, I have volunteered at so many different places. So I think the first thing I ever did with volunteering when I was quite young was I did a door knock Um which was for, um, or did a number of them for charities um, where they were doing, trying to raise funds. And that's when I was in high school. Um, and I, so I've done stuff for organisations like the Smith Family, Red Cross, Navitas, um, Heart Foundation, and then also, you know, community groups like at School Fates. And most of the things that I've done, you know, it's either been for um, charities broadly where I've kind of helped raise some money but where it's been more sort of hands-on um, I've or you know working on a specific on specific tasks then that's mostly been in places where there've been people who have needed some help so in those organizations um, I think um, across so if I think quite right across the board across all of those organizations you know they they actually do all sorts of different things so um for instance there's ones that are health related that make sure everyone in Australia knows how to be healthy and then they also fund some scientific research into advanced medicine there's organizations in that list that help um, mums and dads out with any support that they need, organisations that make sure that kids have lunch every day and that they get they can afford to go on school excursions. Um, and then, uh, you know, of course, more recently I've been helping people who are coming to live in Australia and often from very traumatic circumstances, helping them to set up their homes and to learn English. But, you know, they're the sorts of places I've volunteered at so far, but there's so many other organisations that I've kind of looked at and thought, oh, I wonder if I could help out there. There are organisations that help with emergency situations. Um, there's organisations that I've actually, I can't help with specifically, but I've actually thought of donating money to, like 
um, organisations that um, help with volunteer doctors or people from a medical background um, going into communities that have faced disasters. Um, of course, we've got all of the volunteer firefighters. I think they do a really fantastic job and the state emergency services people. Um, and then there's other things that I, I've often, um, that I've started thinking I really should start engaging with, with as well, like community and environmental organisations. So I've actually started, you know, thinking that about going and volunteering um, at our local arboretum, um, which is a place that grows all sorts of different trees, important trees from around the world, where, you know, just with some weeding and just helping to, you know, um, kind of keep things growing properly. So, yeah, there's there's uh, there's lots that I've done, but there's lots that I'd still like to do as well. What sort of things do you do as a volunteer? So now there, there's... Um, there's probably two, Evie, there's two key areas that I really um, do work. The first one I've been doing for a long time and I've sort of touched on is helping t- um, um, newly arrived refugees um, settle into a new life in Australia. So there's some really simple things that I do um, from just being a friendly face when they arrive. And in fact, you know, you don't have to be a volunteer with an organisation to do that. Um, You know, often, yeah, often they'll find it really helpful if people just give them a smile or if they're looking lost, you know, in a shopping centre, not knowing where to go, you know, people stop and can give them a hand. So yeah, but being a friendly face is actually so important. Um, but I also help them, I help um, in setting up their accommodation. So when they arrive, um, we make sure that they've got a bed that's made up for them to sleep in somewhere for them to feel safe, that they've got food in the fridge. So sometimes my job is just going down to the supermarket and collecting groceries and taking them back to where they'll be staying and unpacking them into the fridge. You know, it's a really simple thing, but you've just arrived. It's really, I think it's really nice for them to be able to open a fridge and see food and be able to cook the kind of food um, that they like to eat. Um, Done lots of things, simple things like um, showing them where the local shops are, Um, driving them to medical appointments. Um, Often they need to go and have some medical checks when they're first here Um, and getting around on buses can take a really long time. Um, So, you know, they really appreciate just having someone giving them a lift. But I also do a lot of work working with um, other charities and the broader community um, in helping to find things that people want to donate and then matching that up with things that, um, you know, um, some of the refugees might need at home or need in order to go to school. So um, and that's really great because often those people who are donating the items, they've, you know, they're still in really good condition but they just don't need that thing anymore and so by donating it, not only are they passing it on to someone who can make really great use of it, but it also saves that item from going to landfill. 
Um, so and 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 so literally all all the the only cost in that is asking the questions and you know do you have something does somebody want something, and then facilitating that. So you know just making that happen and all that costs really is my time. And then the other thing I've started doing very recently is I've just um, uh, found someone who needs to improve their English language. So she's a woman who's about five years older than me who, you know, has um, had to flee a country um, and, you know, so she's like 60 um, and she's setting up life in Australia and she doesn't know how to say anything beyond, you know, her name and um, hello and goodbye and please and thank you um, or yes and no. She has just learnt at school, um, she's gone to been going to English classes and she's just learnt to um, speak the alphabet and to be and she's learning now to write it as well so I'm going to go and um, help her to learn English and just do it in a really um, so she goes to classes but I'll, so I'll just be her tutor but I'll do it in a way that you know hopefully will make a difference in terms of her life so that when for instance she goes to the shops she'll be able to you know, go to the shops and ask people for help in finding things or buying things. So, you know, like just the the, the weekly groceries. Um, yeah, so just going to try and be really practical about how I can help her in her life through learning English. So you don't get paid for the work you do. Do you ever wish you were paid? No. For me, it's very rewarding. And look, it's easy enough for me to say say no um, because I, I was really lucky that when I was working, I worked enough before I retired that I've now got enough money to live on. So money, money doesn't kind of make such a difference for me. I know for a lot of people, of course, you know, they've got no option but to work. Um, but you can volunteer a bit when you're working um, as well. Many things, though, really, I think I think it's not the money so much that makes, you know, so obviously it's not the money that makes me, me volunteer. And it was never even when I was working the money that made me really want to do what I was doing work-wise. I think, you know, your motivation um, comes from other places. So there's lots of different reasons that you can get motivated by things. And there's also lots of different kinds of rewards you can get for doing things you know and I know for, for some people money is really important on both in both those ways you know both as a motivation and as a reward but for me the strongest motivator is doing things where I can I know I can make a difference you know where I can help out and actually the best rewards are where people you know give you some praise like oh well done good job you know I mean I think we all love to hear that you know, and also when people say thank you, you know, um, a simple thank you that you know, you've, it might be just a very small little bit of a difference, but that you've done that, um, you know, that, that reinforces kind of what you're doing, that it's the right thing and, and it makes you even more motivated. And I think the other thing with volunteering is that, you know, um, 
So I could probably go and do some of the things I do now in volunteering and be paid for it. The thing that I like about volunteering is I get to do it in a way that's probably more flexible. You know, if I was being paid for it, there'd probably be more structure around what I had to do and I'd probably have to, I might have to work full time. And the way I get to do this now is really flexible um, and fits in with everything else in my life. You know, and I wouldn't get that feeling of giving back if I was being paid for it. Can kids volunteer? Yeah, absolutely. I think um, often kids can start volunteering by working alongside their parents who are also volunteering. But there's lots of things kids can do without their parents as well. I think I was only a bit older than the two of you girls. I think I mentioned I started out with fundraising activities and door knock appeals but I think, you know, like in Australia, we've had a really long tradition of, of kids um, being involved in things like um, life-saving. You know, to become a lifesaver, you have to train for a really long time. And all of our, you know, most of our lifesavers are volunteers. So there's been life-saving clubs for kids, you know, that starts when they're like five or six. And so they start training to be a lifesaver at a really young age, you know, so they're not quite volunteering as a lifesaver at that point, but they're, you know, certainly putting in the hard yard so that they can learn to be a lifesaver. I think there's lots of stuff, you know, that kids can do with helping out with the environment, you know, so weeding um, in local bushland or cleaning up beaches, you know, there's um, every year there's the Clean Up Australia Day and certainly kids often walk around with plastic bags and or big bags and rubbish bags and help pick up all the plastic and stuff that's on the beach um, or, you know, in the, in the kind of scrub around where they're li- living. So that's a really great thing. And often they can help to tend gardens at community centres. Um, I know when I was younger I actually did think about going and helping in an animal shelter because I know often they have dogs that are waiting to find a new home, um, you know, and they'll need somebody to come and give them a walk or the cats might need to have a bit of a cuddle. Certainly community events so or school events. So, you know, if you get a chance, it's really great to help out with the school fate. And, and I know the other place, I you know, I think um, often kids can be really great is if um, they can go and, like sometimes there's opportunities to go and visit um, old people in nursing homes. Um, those old people in nursing homes can be very lonely sometimes. That's a great thing if the nursing home has, if there's a nursing home near you that's got volunteering opportunities, that's a great thing to do. What did you want to be when you were our age? Ooh, this is so embarrassing. I don't know if I can actually admit to it. And I really desperately, from a very young age and probably to even a little bit older than you are now, wanted to be a princess, which is like so embarrassing. Anyway, but then I kind of, I, then I just, then I st- started getting a bit more interested in design and I became quite interested in fashion design and house design. And I did actually end up going on to study architecture. Um, and then, yeah, went on and did other things in my life. But it's kind of funny, you know, um, wanting to be a princess because I think actually in a really funny sort of way I've um, almost got that now as a volunteer because I think 
all princesses do really is go around and support charities. Thank you for letting us speak to you. Oh, thank you so much for interviewing me. It's been really great and I loved your questions. Oh, my goodness. It made me really think. Thanks for listening to Kids First. Tell your friends all about it. You can contact us at kidsfirst.com.au or via Twitter at kids underscore verse.